0: Welcome to the SMW Podcast. This is where warriors share their stories and their knowledge on the art of still mace training. This month's podcast sponsor is 8X Clubs and Maces. And we'd like to thank you for giving our listeners a better listening experience. To find out more about 8X Clubs and Maces, go to www.8xclub.com. What's up, Still Mace Warriors? Today, we have someone special. And you're from Chicago, right?
1: Correct. Yep. All born right. Wow,
0: that's cool. I might have some Chicago questions. All right. So you're from Chicago. You're a Still Mace and Movement Coach. This is what your Instagram says. So I'm just going by that until I hear your story. Yes. But welcome, Paulina. Coach Paulina. And how do you say your last name?
1: It's Paulina Carries. So last name is Carries. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: That's okay. That's not too bad. I was like asking, ax, uh, I was asking my partner, I was like, how do you pronounce this? How would you pronounce this? And like, we tried for like ever. And I was like, I'm just going to ask her. Thank you.
1: Thank yeah. you for asking. I know. I just, I love hearing people's pronunciations. They're yeah. always just so different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I've been through that. Like if you go back <laughs> in every podcast episode, I'm like, how do you say your last name? Cause I always have tough ones. I don't yep. get away from it. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about your warrior story. Right. So I believe everyone has a warrior story. Like what were you doing before you picked up the still mace?
1: Um, that is a great question. So I was working at Equinox at the time and we had like a bunch of different certifications within the club, which was awesome. So the latest, uh, certification that I took was a kettlebell one. It was a level one cert. So I was really diving into kettlebell training And it was basically the foundations of a swing, a single arm swing, Turkish get up, all that fun stuff. So that's when I really started to incorporate kettlebell training into my routine. Um, And yeah, it was very basic. So I would just do strength exercises, anything with the barbell. And the kettlebell kind of took over because I'm obsessed with power movements. So anything that has like a swing in there or any type of jumping, like I really enjoy Um, so that's what, what I was doing before I saw the steel mace itself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned jumping and I'm like, I fucking hate jumping. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you, like someone says do a jump squat with a mace. I'm like, "Mm -mm." Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. So you you, you you, like that stuff.
1: I, I like that stuff. Yeah. Something that's like a little bit more athletic. I grew up dancing. I wasn't really good at dancing, but I still really tried. <laughs> like I was uh, on my high school pom team. Oh my god, that was so good to like watch back that footage because I thought I was much better than what I really was. Um, so yeah, and like with dance, there's like a lot of jumping, leaps, all that stuff. Like a lot of power movements. So I think that you know just naturally transferred over into my training. Yeah, yeah. And
0: I caught you dancing before we started this podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely catch me dancing in between. The <laughs> stuff. So I'll just kind of...
0: Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> like, I caught you. I caught you. No, I'm just kidding. Guilty. All right. So, um, so you like dancing, but do you, did you always have this lean body? Because I feel like you have like the perfect body for dancing and jumping.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So yeah, I've always had like a natural um, lean stature, but I've had phases in my life where I was maybe a little bit more bloated and that, you know, directly correlated with my diet. Um, and it, it's crazy because now with the mace, my limbs are just so long that whenever I pick one up, it just feels like such a long lover, uh, with just certain exercises. Yeah. But you know, the goal for me is never like physical, at one point when I first like came into the fitness industry, it was all bodybuilding. Yeah, maybe I want to compete in a bikini show, like very uh motivated <laughs> by those physical results. But now it's just like for me, it's more performance goals that are going to drive what I do within my routine. So yeah. yeah
0: and you do and such a you yeah. do such a great job with the still May stuff. Like, I mean, that's obviously why I have you on here. I I found you last year. And I was going to have you on the podcast last year. And then I fucking got sick in season three. No. And yes. And I like, I had all these scheduled podcasts. Like I was reaching out to people and yeah. So, I mean, your Instagram, what's your Instagram handle? It's just my name. So it's at Paulina carries. Okay. So if someone wants
1: to check you out. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think you're really flexible. Thank you. Yes. Hypermobile is a better term. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I see and I'm like, God, I like, yeah, I, we're not supposed to do this. We're not supposed to fucking compare each other, but right? I'm always like, God, I wish I had her fucking flexibility. It's
1: great. <laughs> Thank you. And it's, it's definitely like, um, challenging at times because I really struggle with my end ranges of motion mm. um, so if I'm doing like a super deep squat for me to control the bottom range is really difficult and then I kind of like if I need to get out of the squat I, I'm just lazy and then I'll do like some like weird shimmy to get out of that position yeah so for mace. like in a 360 like I'll just like kind of feel my shoulders just open up way too much so I have to like control that range um yeah and functional range conditioning i'm not certified but like i'm looking into that so you can you know condition the joints and have control in certain ranges um but yeah flexibility isn't always a good thing if you can't control it so that's
0: well that's it's so fucking cool that we brought it up because now i'm thinking what if someone else has this issue like what what would you recommend for someone with like who's who's too flexible i guess
1: too flexible. I think definitely. Um, so for me, like diving into like the FRC, like the conditioning and all that stuff, even though I'm not certified, like I, I really try to like research it as, as best as I can and understand it from from what I can. Um, but it's, it's definitely like if you can train a pause squat safely, like do that and hold the end ranges of motion, train in isometrics and whenever you're doing an exercise, making sure that every single repetition is, it looks the same and it feels the same. So for instance, let's go back to the squat. If you're doing like a super grass squat first, and then every rep is kind of, it's looking different. It's not the same range. Then uh, I wouldn't really practice that type of conditioning for the body. So Got it. Got it. I think okay. that makes sense. I don't no, know. Yeah. Pretty- yeah.
0: No, I I mean, it makes sense to me. Hopefully, hopefully right. someone listening. <laughs> I, I mean, it sounds easy. Okay. So I went on your Instagram cause I spy on everyone before I, before I have them on the podcast. And you said that you've been stepping back from stillmates to learn other things. And then now you're stepping back in, right. And you're kind of utilizing what you're
1: learning. What have you been up to? Oh my gosh. So I've (laughs) done so much and it's been, it's been a journey through, you know, COVID and everything. So while we were in lockdown, I still had access to a gym, CrossFit Notorious. I actually worked there and I trained with a bunch of the coaches that work there as well. And during, during the lockdown, we had just this free time to really experiment and dive into something new. So what we chose was strong fit training and strong fit is a program. um, It's created by Julian and I can only remember his handle as rare barracuda. (laughs) 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 That's good Um, enough. (laughs) They also have a podcast. So if you guys are interested, like look up strong fit. So their, their training is all like the, foundation and the fundamentals of strength so we did a lot of sandbag stuff uh, lots of rope pulls sled pushes bear crawls so super heavy lifting something that like i don't necessarily enjoy because immediately like when you pick up a heavy bag your body goes into flight mode it's like ooh, like i i don't want to do this um but you're forcing me to so maybe i'll go into fight mode um so we had 16 weeks of brutal training. So we got their training program and now we were you know, diving headfirst into sandbags, all that stuff that I just mentioned. And I wasn't really touching the mace during that whole process of 16 weeks, but I would see it on the wall. It's kind of looking back at me like, why haven't we trained in so long? Um, so after <laughs> 16 weeks, surprisingly like picking up a mace, it, it was weird because it did feel heavy um the 10 pounds itself so it was kind of I did like a few switches and my hands kind of felt weird like you know my wrists weren't used to like the whole pull apart thing and same with my back muscles uh which is so odd I'm like come on I was just lifting such heavy weights and all of a sudden now I pick up a mace and it feels even heavier than before um I but was just I gonna tried-
0: say that. I was like, how weird. You were you were doing a strength training program yep. with such odd tools. And then you go back and you're like, wow, this is fucking heavy. And this is just to show, like, there's a lot of people who they always ask me like on how much does that weigh? And I'm like, 10, 15 pounds. And they're always kind of like, eh, it's light. And I'm like, no, it's not. You don't understand.
1: In that in that case, just hand them the mace. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I wish no I word. Mean, most of the people I reach out on Instagram, if I could, I would have been like,
0: here. Yes. <laughs> take
1: it. <laughs> just pick it up and like tell me it's light after a class or something <laughs> like that. Cause usually like, you know, people are like sweating so much and they're like, oh, like it was just 10 pounds, but it was so heavy. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I, I picked it up and it felt heavy. But then as soon as I started swinging, the swing felt so much lighter. And I'm like, why is that the case? Um, so I don't know. I just realized that the, the foundational strength that I had built was more functional in a sense. Um, like my movements felt like a little bit more natural, like those heavy squats, heavy deadlifts. And then that rotational movement of the 360 felt a lot better. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm hypermobile and, you know, the shoulders and my scapulas themselves, they don't always feel great with a lot of rotation and being able to build up that core oblique strength. And then just in general, like that thoracic mobility, as we were doing like a lot of rotational stuff with training, um, the 360 felt great and yeah, I couldn't be happier. I was like, so excited to get back into it. And yeah, it's just been like really rewarding taking a step back, you know, and then learning so much in the process. And, and now recently, like getting back into it and experimenting more.
0: And all this time, I mean, have you been posting though? I feel like, like you have so many videos on your Instagram,
1: but I guess I was just looking at the same shit over and over again. I mean, you just have so much shit on there. Yeah. So recently I haven't really been posting uh, just because I did start a new job. So you know, that's been my priority is like, focus, focus on work. Um, yeah. And to like, with posts, I overanalyze everything. everything. <laughs> so it goes from the movements that I'm showing to the caption that goes underneath it. You know, like I, I dedicated this Instagram solely to educate other people about steel maze training. I'm not really transparent with my personal life, which is, you know, I like to keep that stuff to myself. I, I also think that Instagram, it's so easy to overshare, And I'm not about that. I'm like, okay, you're following me for a reason. This is break. Okay, guys.
0: So this is what happened. We forgot to mention the challenge. By the time me and Paulina were done with our conversation, we realized that we did not mention the challenge anywhere within the podcast episode. So here I am breaking up the podcast episode to give you the challenge. Now, many of you requested that we continue the challenges even without giveaways um, because I didn't really set anything up with this month's sponsor. But... If you want to jump in and do it just for fun and for play, here is the challenge by Coach Paulina. So I thought it was genius. I freaking loved it when she mentioned it. She wants you to do... 360s. And you get to do 360s for 3 minutes and 60 seconds. So that's a total of 4 minutes. So 360s guys. And she also mentioned that if you want to, you can get super creative with it, add some variation to your 360s and don't forget to tag me and Paulina for this, okay? Cuz we want to check you out. We want to see we want to see you doing 360s, okay? So thank you so much for listening. And now I will let you get back to your podcast episode
1: is the steel mace and this is what you want to learn like great I'm going to bring that information to you so and
0: and this is why I was telling my partner today I was like I have her on here because I know nothing about her and I want to <laughs> know more about her I'm like a fucking chismosa that <laughs> that's what we call it in, in Spanish a fucking chismosa but I was like I want to know more about her she's so awesome I just I need to know more about her story so Thank what you. led you to the steel mace you 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 said it was kettlebells essentially Right. It went from kettlebells and then.
1: Yes, but like I didn't know what a steel mace was at that point. So when I first saw it, it was literally through Instagram and I was having a hard time with Instagram. I was like, that's it. Like I'm going like to delete all my social media. I was so sure of it. And I stumbled upon a video of someone swinging a mace and I was so confused because I literally thought this was. Like circus stuff popping up. Right. I'm like, okay, because I follow some acrobats. Great. You know, this is uh, some sort of functional training that they do, you know, for performances. And so I stumbled upon this and then I had sent it over to my partner, Jacob, and he saw it as well. So we kind of just dove like a little bit further, doing some research, looking through Instagram and saw that this is a trend. Hashtag steel training. Hashtags. 360 swing, like all the hashtags that you could have <laughs> them. Um, and then so so we brought this inquiry to our, our boss at CrossFit Notorious, Gerardo. And we did a little bit more research and we found a gym in Chicago. It was West Chicago. I know they recently moved um, MSP, Midwest Strength and Performance. Right.
0: They're so <gasps> famous.
1: Yes. I love them so much. And... <laughs> we had no idea what steel mace was, but these guys were already training and, you know, giving hosting classes to their members for years. And we were like, okay, like we have to go visit them and take a private class. So TJ, he took us through a private class, the three of us. And then I think we had two other coaches join us at the time. So that was my first steel mace class was um, with TJ. And he just did such a great job describing everything in like detail, but also not overwhelming us. He gave us enough time to experience what the steel mace is without overthinking it. And I loved that type of coaching because typically, I don't know if you've experienced this with a coach, uh, they just over cue, overwhelm you. And you're like, yeah. I don't know want to do this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first uh, exposure to it. And then TJ uh, had mentioned, hey, we're hosting a steel mace certification here uh the certification is called viking ninja and it's in a few months and i was like okay like i already know that i love this tool um so a few months later the three of us we came back and we got certified with viking ninja
0: yeah. And you know, I was like, I literally went to like the very end of your Instagram here, here goes Victoria again with Instagram, but yeah. I went all the way to the end and I was like, she's Viking ninja. Like I wanted to know who you learned from. So that's really cool. So did you learn you, uh, you had one-on-one with Eric, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. With, awesome.
1: uh, with Eric. And then I think Jimmy, Jimmy was helping out with the body weight portion and same with Zach. All right.
0: Yeah. All right. That's yeah. so cool.
1: Yep. Yeah, and this was before the the TAC fit tack fit. See, I have no idea. The merge. Yeah, 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 yeah the merge. <laughs> yeah, because I I've really not looked into TAC fit training at all, which is shame on my part. <laughs> yes. But I know they uh, had. Merge. This is before the merge. I know the the head
0: honcho there, Scott. And he's supposed to be like amazing. And I myself have not bought any of his programs. Like, I think if I get into it, I want to buy one of his programs first because I've heard they're like super awesome and they're more yes. affordable than the certificates. Like, I don't want to really jump into any tech certifications. Like, I want to learn more about it. But for Me sure, too. I jumped in on the still May stuff. Right. But yeah, yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there with you with the tech fit.
1: Yeah. So, so that, yeah, that's how everything started. And it was, in a matter of um, like a few months and all of a sudden the three of us are certified and we thought how do how do we start introducing our CrossFit members to the steel mace <laughs> like imagine you're literally a CrossFitter and this you know lean little trainer is telling you that this 10 pound steel <laughs> mace is going to give you results <laughs> and what, year, what year was this 2019 okay I just wanted the year Yep. Yep. So it's been two years already, which is crazy. Um, So it was, oh my God, like a challenge trying to introduce the mace to the CrossFit community. Uh, But we, we've made some progress and now I'm hosting only one class a week, which is fine. Ultimately the goal is to do more during the week. Um, So it's one class. I have my good little group that they're swinging the mace confidently and yeah, they, they absolutely love it. And most of them actually, they do kung fu as well. So there's a there's really? a really yeah there's a good crossover between martial arts, steel mace, and they do CrossFit. So all those worlds are kind of combined.
0: That is fucking crazy. Yeah. CrossFit, kung fu, and mace now. Yeah. That's that's like three different worlds. That's so cool. Good for you. Like I know here in Yuma, where I'm at in Arizona. We mostly have CrossFits, but they don't like still maze. Like they're not interested in it. They're all about heavy lifting, barbell, you know. So it's so cool to hear that your cross was super open for that.
1: Yeah. And yeah, we've been very lucky with uh, the types of members that are coming to our gym. You know, they are open-minded and they, they want to try new things. And that's what we try to keep incorporating into our programming is exposing them to these different Uh, modalities that are ultimately going to help different parts of their training regimen.
0: Wow. So freaking awesome. You're doing an awesome job.
1: Thank you. I was also very fortunate um, in experiencing the Kung Fu program. So we do have a Kung Fu program at the CrossFit gym. (laughs) Shit, We do everything like literally everything there, uh, which I think is awesome because you don't find that anywhere else. Um, so yeah, I did do Kung Fu for a few months. So that gave me a good uh, foundation to understand what Kung Fu needs to strengthen. Uh, so I, I bring in those exercises and those movements into my steel maze class, knowing specifically I can help my Kung Fu students.
0: That is so cool. And it's, it's cool to hear about this again for the second time this month, because I just had Karina in the last episode, which is really awesome. And then now hearing you, I'm like, there's always something with martial arts mace. So that's really, really awesome.
1: Yeah, definitely. Oh, and the most recent connection I've made, and I just started bouldering. So it's been around three months and I'm obsessed, similar to my obsession with steel mace I started bouldering and I fell in love with it. It's, it's amazing. You look at a problem they're called, you know, like a certain climb and if you can't figure it out, it's super frustrating and you, you really want to do it and you have to build up the strengths to finally like do a certain route. Um, wow. And the connection is so strong between steel mace and bouldering because it's all grip work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I see there, there's like a demand for it too, within like the climbing community, because everyone there is super open-minded. They're always out in nature. Yeah. So, God, so that's-, that's
0: so perfect. And you know what, something that you mentioned too, not just the grip stuff, but it's also the, like the, the, like the strategy stuff. Like I always compare maze to music. Cause that's my background. It's music where it's like patterns and you want to figure them out. And then you want to. You know what I mean? So I'm sure yep. that's kind of with rock climbing a little bit.
1: Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, it's literally a puzzle on the wall. Puzzle. And exactly. You're sitting there. You're looking at the wall and you're thinking, okay, what are what are the steps? What are the strategy? And same, similar to like a steel maze flow. If someone writes out a flow yeah. and you're staring at it, you're thinking in your head, what's the next part after like the crossbody bottom? What's gonna get me into that next transition? So. Yeah, the crossover is is very similar. So I that's the next step for me I think is making those connections and introducing it to the climbing community. Well,
0: that's cool. This is the first time I've ever heard that and I yeah. I can't wait to see you like post shit on that too. I'm sure you'll be posting stuff.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's the goal. Like I want to come back to Instagram. I always this is so terrible. I always post like finally i'm back like i stopped posting for months and then people are like sick of my shit like you know i'm sick of myself for doing that all the time (laughs) but i have like such a complicated relationship with instagram like the whole thing of uh it's very addictive and you know to a certain point people always tell you use it to your advantage you know use it uh in in little bouts like 10 minutes here 10 minutes there that's not reality it's yeah. built to get you addicted to it and i i feel like we all are addicted to instagram to some sort of social media so it's just fighting that ad- addiction but also using it for a platform to help other people it's
0: a fucking dilemma with it like i i feel the same way i'm like i have days where i want to stay off of it but then i'm like god my I haven't posted anything. I need to post something. Oh, my podcast coming out. It's coming out on Friday. I just can't get away from it. It's just, uh, it sucks. But I think there's a really good book on that. I started reading it like years ago. I think it's called Hooked. It's a really bright yellow book and it says Hooked right on the front. Yeah. So I started reading about that. And the guy, he worked for some major social media place. I don't know. I don't even remember, but he did research on all of that. And I guess that was his job getting people hooked on social media. So it's true.
1: Uh, it's hard. Yeah. That balance there. That I think that's one thing that I'll never find balance with and it's good to have a scheduled break from it. So yeah. I think that's how I'm going to read it.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I went on your, on your Instagram. I can't tell whether you've been on or off, so you're fine.
1: <laughs> All right. You. So yeah.
0: you talked a little bit about how your members are confident in, in, in Mace when they swing and stuff like that. And you posted something okay. like that too a while back. And you said, you know, um, I think I have it here. You said um to steal Mace with confidence. Uh Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, blah. blah, blah. It resonated with me because I posted stuff on YouTube before. I thought I had your quote here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I posted on YouTube before where I see people swinging and I just see this face like they're just so fearful that it's going to hit them on the ass. <laughs> and and I don't know, like, I don't know the full story. I don't know if maybe like, you know, it's been a while or or maybe they have just never swung a mace before or something like that. But what do, what do you think people need? in order to build up that confidence, obviously a coach, obviously practice, but what are some things you do to build confidence on that? Anything special?
1: Uh, No, it's just looking inwards, uh, like deep, (laughs) but you also have to question, uh, what's your intent behind the movement? You know, it's like, uh, the swing itself visually is very powerful and intimidating. And if you don't approach it like that, it's going to look like shit like that's just how it's going to look. Um, so you have to think I'm, you know, I'm out here, I'm swinging a maze and I'm confident it's not going to hit me. And I guarantee it's going to look completely different.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. yeah so
1: I, out of anything, it's that mindset. Cause a, a lot of confident people, it's not like it came out of nowhere. It's, it's that mindset that they had every single day telling themselves that they can and they will. So. Right now. Yeah.
0: Okay. Going on to the next question. Do you yeah. struggle with it? I mean, obviously, besides the flexibility stuff, any time <laughs> within the last month or so, have you been struggling with anything when it comes to soulmates training? Or is there just something
1: that you've been struggling with? Oh my gosh. Well, flows. <laughs> I am not a flower. As mm-hmm. you can tell from my Instagram, I'm very like strength, strength, and more strength um that creativity i think i don't really explore and i would definitely want to i follow all the flow people <laughs> like that's majority of my feed actually are flows and i try to kind of like recreate that but with complexes so it's more choppy more like we're going to take a pause here and pull apart before we do another switch and go into the next movement so that's definitely something that i struggle with is just like letting go and creating a flow Uh, because it's funny I think it's also from my childhood of being a dancer and feeling really awkward on stage it kind of puts you in that spotlight of uh, you know your heart kind of shining through in a flow and being afraid that someone's going to judge it and be like "Uh, that looks kind of dumb or you know why are you doing that so I, I think that's why maybe I haven't even tried to explore it.
0: I love that you brought that up because I think you're my twin on that one. <laughs> like I'm hearing you. It feels like it's a reflection in me because uh, yeah, I'm way better off with, and, and I like how you gave it a name. Cause I've, I've always struggled to kind of uh, explain that, but you're like, it's kind of like more strength, right? More like, and and the way I explain it is a Viking ninja, right? They're, Viking yeah, ninja, his makes flow looks so different. And I think I'm, I keep telling you, I think I'm more like, I'm natural at the Viking Ninja rather than the still mace flow. And I just don't dance at all. I have no fucking rhythm. I can sing, but I have no fucking rhythm. So at least you can, at least you danced for a while when you were young.
1: Yeah. Yeah. At least I danced. Like I said, I wasn't that good. <laughs> so I'm just like Adam mace and it's going to be a train wreck. Like, I can't wait to see that.
0: But you fucking tried. You tried.
1: <laughs> I don't even try Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe one day I'll try to fucking dance, yeah. but uh, I literally okay. behind closed doors, like if no one's watching. Maybe that's when I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> right on.
0: So maybe we might see you still mace flow
1: at I would Who love knows? to learn.
0: Yes, right on. I would love
1: right
0: to. Learn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, where do you see yourself in a couple of years with still mace? I think you kind of gave us a glimpse right now, but where do you where do you see yourself? Maybe like a year or two
1: yeah I think which is crazy it's already been two years doing mace I think for me it's it's definitely connecting with more people sometimes I struggle to kind of incorporate it in my uh personal training clients routines because we'll stick to you know the regular strength training routines that you might find at a gym, or if they're still working out from home and they don't have a mace, we'll do some like body weight conditioning and stuff like that. So not preaching, but preaching at the same time that like why the steel mace is super important and it can have so many benefits, um, not only mentally, but a lot of physical benefits and introducing it to way more people than I have introduced it to now. And two, you know, like I had brought up the climbing community, definitely uh, introducing it to different communities, not just, you know, fitness people. Maybe like in the corporate world, why not?
0: Hell yeah, yeah. I can. I can see you doing that for sure.
1: Yeah, and I, I think there's a demand for people just to experience different things in fitness um because there's always a new thing there's always a new invention out on the market literally every single month it seems so there's still a lot of people that haven't been exposed to the mace even though my instagram feed is now being like filled with a lot of people getting certified and a lot of people training it uh there's still you know people that don't follow those fitness accounts don't know what the heck it is so yeah. i think me and you we have a good chance to introduce <laughs> to a lot of people you know
0: Yeah. And, and, and it's, I'm glad you brought that up because I think we're in this bubble and we think everyone knows about it and we think it's like growing really fast, but at the same time, like also in the mace at the park and like people look at me funny and they probably think what you thought. What the fuck is that? A circus act? What is that? They don't even approach me. I think they're kind of intimidated by it. And then i got the shaved sides. So I kind of scared them off. Uh, <laughs> but you know, not a lot of people know about it. So I wish I could, I, I wish more people jump on and I hope that more people tag other trainers and there's more of that too.
1: Definitely. No, I totally agree. And you know, that's the goal. Um, I know this is like Leo's tagline is like more mace and more hands. Yeah. And I love that because that's ultimately the goal. <laughs> we just want to share our passion with other people. Um, and that's exactly the goal is more mace and more hands. Yeah.
0: And I think we're all doing a phenomenal job. Leo's doing a fucking awesome job. Eric, all the trainers, you, me, every podcast. I know Still Mace Nation. I don't know if you know about Still Mace. Still Mace Nation has a podcast now. So it's getting
1: out there. We're doing a good job. It's getting out there. Yeah. And another company, Set for Set. I have to give them a shout out because they've given me such a great opportunity with, uh, I'm obsessed with education, (laughs) (laughs) me creating YouTube content for, for them using their awesome maces, bands, kettlebells, all of their equipment. you know what i was gonna fucking ask you that earlier and i knew i had
0: forgot a question but yes i wanted to know what your deal was with set for set and i know you you were you've been doing like youtube videos with them so you're just like an ambassador you work for them what's that all about yeah
1: you can call me an ambassador for sure so the way that i approached uh set for set is i found their instagram and i think initially i had bought my 10 pound mace from them and they were still like a, a smaller company Uh, But my mace came in and I noticed it was uh, coated with the matte. I don't know what it's called. It's like matte and also like a little grippy on the mace and I really liked that. So I left a review, I reached out to them and um, I was just wondering if they were hiring a blogger. Cause I was like, oh, I just like love mace training and maybe I can incorporate some educational stuff within their blogging, which they were already, you know, sending me emails about everything since I had bought the mace and I I loved, I loved the content. It was super helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, so I got into contact with them and they wanted someone that was super edgy, not educated, but they had like a background in blogging and that was definitely not me. I'm like, I just blog for fun. Like that's, I don't have, you know, like a extensive background in that. So then they had asked me if um, they stalked my Instagram and then they asked (laughs) if I I do like any uh, video content. And I said, yes. And we kind of took off from there
0: right on. See, I knew something was going on cuz I I mean, you always have that big ass Cephr set for set banner behind <laughs> you and I'm like, I have to ask her about that. And I love yeah. set for set too. I have tons of their their maces back here. I recently bought one of their bands, their their little power bands and uh and I'm looking into getting their kettlebells cuz I want to try them out. By the way, how are those kettlebells? I know you got one already.
1: Yeah, they're they're good. Uh, they're super comfy. Like again, it's it's matted with a more grippy I have no idea what it's called Uh, but it's grippy like you don't need chalk when you're okay my pet peeve is when people use chalk with their steel maze
0: (laughs) do you do that (laughs) no I do not I've never had to use it I mean I know I get it for competitions because they get really sweaty yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah but like regular like flow and I've never gotten to the point where I'm like super sweaty from my hands for that yeah but yes. I do I do know one person and I'm, I'm not going to put him on the spot but I do know one person who had like really really sweaty hands and he was like I need chalk like I need chalk so I mean I guess
1: uh, there's reasons
0: for it but no yeah I don't use chalk but- for flow
1: <laughs> no But with their coating, like, uh, it just feels super comfortable. So that's literally one of the reasons why it's my, my favorite brand of mace and kettlebell. So,
0: okay. So you would say kind of like the coatings, like probably, so if someone owns like a mace, it's almost like the mace.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I would say like, yeah, similar exactly the same. If it, it you okay. like-
0: <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm over here like when well, you're bursting your bubble. Huh? You're like, I'm doing such a terrible. T- I'm so sorry. I'm set for set. Oh god. No, and actually, I was supposed to have him on the podcast, the owner. And he was in China and and it just didn't work out. It was like he just couldn't get online. I was like so bummed out. So maybe, maybe later we'll have him back on here.
1: Right. I, would, I would love to hear. hear his story, hear where he got the whole idea from. Cause I know now they're working on more products, you know? So yeah.
0: Yeah. I hope I can get him back on here and we'll, we'll cross our fingers for that. Okay. So one last question, what are some words of encouragement that you would give to a beginner or maybe someone struggling with mace training right now?
1: Yes. Um, so something that really helped me is just keep going. I mean, literally everyone says that, right. But just keep going. It's with training with the mace, it's a consistent thing that's going to keep you uh, progressing. Uh, For me personally, it took maybe six months to (laughs) get comfortable with swinging a heavy mace overhead. And then it really took one year to perfect it perfect it it's never perfect but to feel like okay like I can now swing a little bit heavier um so just keep going stay consistent and be confident you know just approach the mace like you're the boss like hey we're doing this today big Mm -hmm. lats big heart approach the mace with confidence and just keep going I love that I think that should be like her quote for life be confident yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: it, I love it.
1: I don't think. yeah it doesn't come easy for anyone um it, it's a daily daily mindset for sure
0: yeah yeah I've struggled with it for a long time I'm still not great at flow that's that's definitely
1: <laughs> uh, my my hey, voice
0: uh, my frustration <laughs> all right
1: what's out help us out <laughs>
0: For real okay so where can people find you how can they
1: get a hold of you go yes find me on instagram at paulina carries and you can i think you can email me straight through my instagram the best is dms though because i get a notification and i'll Although I wasn't getting your notifications, Victoria, <laughs> God damn it, I, I muted my Instagram for a little bit. Um, but yeah, I will get your DMs, so I'll make sure to respond immediately. All right, all right, right on. No website, no website, no nothing. Oh my gosh, no. So another thing I struggle with is branding. Okay. Um, <laughs> definitely imposter syndrome. I'm like, who am I to have a brand? You're
0: a (laughs) badass. You are a badass. Remember that. And you need to work on your branding, Paulina.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes. I'll keep that in mind. Yes. (laughs) So it's a process. Hopefully website will be coming out soon. Um, In the meantime, it's just those Instagram DMs for sure.
0: All right. Well, Thank you for being here. I fucking appreciate it. Thank you for saying yes. And, and honestly, I know we've been trying to book this for a long time. Thank you. Like, seriously.
1: No, thank you for having me. Uh, when you reached out the second time, I was like, oh my gosh, you didn't forget about me. I was so excited.
0: Absolutely not. Fuck my kidneys. It was my kidneys. <laughs> All right. Well, may the universe always flow with you.
1: Thank you. And with you.